back to the Zero to Hear podcast. I am your host, Denny Duma. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, you have seen us posting real estate vlogs. The purpose of these vlogs are to provide our clients and the real estate consumer throughout British Columbia with some behind the scenes knowledge that you may not know. Uh, this one here is on buying and selling tenanted properties. Real estate investing in Greater Vancouver in British Columbia has or continues to become more and more popular. And so we want to give you some insight into the intricacies of what goes into buying and selling a property when it is tenanted. As always, if you have any questions on the topic, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, Duma. Hope you enjoy. Do you want to just go over the challenges of for sellers to sell yeah. tenant properties? Mm-hmm. And then I just address tenant rights and then talk about buyers buying tenanted properties? Okay. Do you want to make your notes that you want to make? What uh, what do you want here for recommendations? <clears throat> Don't even like, talk about that. Would that almost be like if it's coming towards the end of a fixed term and you have a very messy tenant that maybe is a little bit challenging to get into the property, it might be better for you to hold off, eat a month's rent, yeah, let them vacate, and yep. show it, show it empty. Yeah, I'd say oftentimes we all we often suggest selling after the tenants out not while they're in yeah um, so I you know you can definitely bring that into play uh, you don't really need to do this if sold don't forget to send your notice of eviction like yeah. if, if you're if it's a month to month and the buyers asking for I can that's easy to say I think yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of talking about buyers so I just <clears throat> I, I I, well, you can. Let's just go with it. We'll just—it's not a big deal to add. You want to say that? Doesn't matter. If you don't, if as you, a buyer, it, it makes more sense for a buyer because it would involve. It's more like a notice to realtors, though. If your buyer buys a tenanted property, make sure you're you want sending it, them that notice right away. The buyer wants to have a clause in the contract that instructs the seller to notify the tenant to leave. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. probably should be buyer. Right. <clears throat> So on the seller side, basically I'm just talking about getting details of the lease, Um, talking about how to end the tenancy when it's sold, Uh, challenges with selling, so obviously we can't really control cleanliness, availability, needing 24 hours to show but also having to work around tenant schedules. Um, Do you want to go into advice or? Pre-planned showings. Yeah, you know, pre-plan give. T- it's as a realtor, you could say it's important that we maintain a great relationship with the tenant. Often, we're giving them plenty of notice, um, plenty of notice of what to it. Plenty of good expectations and plenty of notice. On no, sorry, um, what was it? We're giving them lots of notice and and good expectations well in advance and what they can expect. When they're on the market, you know, in terms of showings. So you just, I think it would be good for you to address that we communicate well with tenants. We, we give them, we we work a showing schedule that works for both parties, so that everyone's happy, and we give them lots of notice when we're doing stuff, and we just try to set the expectation. Uh, it's easier in a hot market than a down market. We we can, but we'll, we'll work that out. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll close up with any other tips that I can think of in the chat. And don't hesitate to interrupt me if you come up with one more at the end. I think more raw is fine. Okay. All right, so okay. Oh, you know, we got the, the oh, you know, we've been talking this whole time. We should probably stop. Sorry, dude. I'm, no, no, that's okay. You're getting in your mic space. No, it's easy to put them together. Okay. All right. Uh, hold on. I don't think that'll be, because we have the mic here, I don't think we'll hear too much. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. We're recording? Oh, this is fantastic. Okay. Hi, I'm James Garbett. This is Denny Duma. Today's video is about buying and selling tenanted properties and the challenges involved. We deal with this a lot, so we want to share our experience and advice with you. So the first thing to note is that tenants have rights and those rights are stronger than a sale. If, you're, if you own a, t a rental property and you want a tenant to leave just to sell it, it's not that easy. It depends on the term, it depends on the lease, and it depends on your relationship with the tenant uh, if it is a month-to-month -month release because on a month-to-month -month release, the only way that they would have to leave a property is if a new buyer is coming in that is going to occupy it on their own or you're doing a substantial renovation that qualifies under one of these exceptions. So without going into every scenario here, just note that the tenant has rights if, if the tenant is on a month-to-month -month term, you can't simply evict them to present the property well. Uh, in order for them to leave, you need a mutual agreement to end a tenancy agreement. And uh, let's start this video over again one more time. <laughs> sales camp. I, I got to be that way more concise. That does not need to be lined up. Okay. Uh, sales camp. In order to end a tenancy early, you need a mutual uh, agreement to end tenancy signed by both uh, tenant and landlord. Often. Tenants will want something. Like, are you gonna go into that much? Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. Not right away, though. That's okay. gonna be my closing stuff. Okay. Okay. My my intro should be much shorter than that. Okay. So tenants have rights. All I really gotta say is tenants have rights. You can't simply breach a tenancy agreement because you want to sell. You can't simply evict them. Uh, and if you're looking for, you know what? I'm gonna ignore this whole mutual agreement stuff until after, because that is going to come into my advice section okay. at the end. That's going to be my close. Okay. I'm really, this intro is going to be pretty short then. Okay. Do you want the audio restarted? It's like, yeah, probably for Jen's sake. Challenging, actually. You have to find it at the 241 mark. Well, no, with 15 clips, though, Carl will just oh. have to go through it all and pick the two that to send to Jen, but that's okay. That's okay, we'll figure okay. it out. It's recording. Recording? Okay. Do you want to clap in this? Would that help with a... There we go. <laughs> Jen, I get to see in the back of Jen's head, she's like, no, this doesn't help at all. No, it's sure. like a little spike sure, in the audio. You get the audio spike, it's gonna come into play. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hi, I'm James Garvin. I'm here with Denny Duma, and today's video is about buying and selling tenanted properties. And we're hoping to address a lot of the challenges we we experience uh, 
for buyers and sellers when it comes to tenant properties. So the big thing to note here is that tenants have a lot of rights. And from a seller's perspective, you can't simply evict a tenant because you want to sell a place. We're going to go over that. We're going to cover that. But Denny, let's start with the challenges sellers face. Yeah, absolutely. When you're selling a tenant or property, you're going to want to provide your listing agent with a copy of the lease uh, as soon as possible. From that, we want to know whether the tenant is on a month to month, on a fixed term lease, what they're paying in monthly rent, what's included in the rent. That's going to allow us to give you the best advice early on. There are a number of challenges that come along with selling, selling tenanted properties. Uh, first of all, often tenants aren't as clean and don't put as much effort into preparing a property for sale as owners do. Uh, so for photos may not be as decluttered or as perfect as we'd like them to be. Availability for showings. Uh, we're as accommodating as, as we can be with uh, tenants, but often we're working around their schedules. We are required to give them at least 24 hours notice when we'd like to show a property. Um, Ma, what did I write on monthly rent? Hold on. You take another stab at this one? Yeah, let's do one more. No, I'm going to start deleting some of these ones. Hey, Carl, if you listen to this, this is going to be the take. This is going to be the one. Carl, seriously. This is it, Carl. This is going to be fire. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Garbett. This is Denny Dumas. Today's video is about buying and selling tenanted properties, and we want to address the challenges we experience uh, when it comes to buying and selling. Oh, no, that's just redundant. One sec, Carl. This is still going to be good. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Garbett. This is Denny Dumas. Today's video is about buying and selling tenanted properties, and our hope is to share with you our knowledge and experience from what we commonly face when we're dealing with tenanted properties. So the important thing to note is that tenants have a lot of rights. And from a seller perspective, uh, you can't simply evict a tenant because you want to sell a place. From a buyer perspective, well, we're going to assume that you want to occupy the place and that you're not an investor for most of these examples because that's commonly what we run into. But we're going to assume that you don't want to be a landlord. Okay, so Denny, how about you address the things that we do from the sales side? Yeah, when you're looking to sell a tenanted property, the first thing you're going to want to do is provide your listing agent with a copy of the tenancy agreement. From that, we're going to be looking at whether the tenant is on a month-to-month -month or is on a fixed-term lease. Uh, if they're on a lease, how long is left in that lease? And that's going to... One more time. One more time, Carl. Carl seriously. <laughs> we... Do you want the audio to just keep going? It... Does sure. Really okay. Matter. Yeah, sure. Carl will know. He'll be able to. It's going to be this one, Carl. All right, Daddy, you ready? Uh, I am ready. Hi, my name is James Garbett. This is Denny Duma. Today's video is about buying and selling tenanted properties. And our hope here is to share our experience and advice when it comes to tenanted properties. So the important thing for sellers to know is that tenants have a lot of rights. They have rights. You can't simply evict a tenant because you want to present a property well for a sale. And from a buyer's perspective, we're assuming that you don't want to be a landlord as often we are dealing with buyers that are trying to occupy the properties that they purchase. So Denny, how about we start from the sales side, the challenges we face? Yeah. When you're looking to sell a tenanted property, the first thing you're going to want to do is provide your listing agent with a copy of the lease agreement. Uh, that's going to let us know if the it's on a month-to-month, -month, if it's on a fixed-term lease, what the monthly rent is, what's included in the rent, and those are all details buyers are going to want to know, as well as they're going to want to see that lease agreement. There are a number of challenges that come along with selling tenanted properties. 
First thing is cleanliness of the unit. In most cases, owners take better care and put more effort into uh, getting a property ready to sell than a tenant would. Uh, availability is a big one. As realtors selling tenanted properties, we're required to give tenants 24 hours notice to show a property. As well, we're kind of working around their schedule to make to make the selling process as convenient for them as we can. Uh, the other thing that can be a challenge, and this is specifically if we're looking at a investor type buyer, if the rent is much lower than market rent, uh, it's going to turn investors away because the cash flow situation doesn't necessarily make sense for them. And an investor type buyer coming into a tenanted property can't evict a tenant just because the monthly rent is not what the market currently can produce for them. As a realtor, uh, it's ultra important and we take a lot of uh, onus on building a relationship early with the tenant. Um, we often set aside pre-planned showings for the first couple weeks just to give them as much notice as possible. And if there are any showings outside of those uh, times that we pre-plan with them, we're trying to give them as much notice as possible just to make the selling process as easy and smooth uh, as we can for them. On the buy side, um, the assumption is you don't want to take over a tenancy. So let's, let's assume a common thing that we run into is a month-to-month -month tenancy. So if you're a buyer and you want to buy a property and you want vacant possession, you need to state in that offer that you want vacant possession and you need to give two full calendar months notice. So that means that if, if, if you buy a place, offer a place on January 1st, those two full calendar months would be February and March. So you would want vacant possession for early April. So it's important to note, vacant possession at the end of the tenancy term that is, allows for them to be given proper notice as a, you know, according to the rules. Uh, one thing that uh, Denny didn't mention on the sales side, if, if a place is an absolute mess or, or a buyer needs a quicker possession and they want it vacant, and in both circumstances, we're trying to get the tenant out earlier and, and be in breach of the contract, of the typical residential tenancy contract, you have the option to sign what's called a mutual agreement to end tenancy. So that means both parties are mutually agreeing to end tenancy. So whenever you're going against the typical rules, you need that signed by the tenant and by the owner. And just as some tips to owners of these properties, bribes go a long way. Sweeten the pot. You know, uh, it, it's important to note that if you're giving two months notice to a tenant, that second month, that last month they're there, is compensated for free. They do not have to pay that rent for the inconvenience of it. So if you're mutually releasing a tenancy early, earlier, you have at least that amount that you're expected to pay in normal circumstances, and even sweeten the pot more if it helps get your property presenting better or accommodates a great offer. Uh, outside of that, uh, don't forget buyers in your offer clauses that you have to put a term that instructs the seller to give eviction notice to the tenant if they're on a month-to-month -month basis. Because the moment you remove subjects and the deal becomes firm with that deposit in place, at that point in time, the seller needs to give proper written notice to the tenant so that they vacate in two months, two calendar months, so you get vacant possession. Can be messy. I don't recommend you do the possession on the first of that month the tenant's out. Do it a week after so that the owners have time to clean up the property and hopefully they do so. So the other things that I would item, and these are just simple tips from what we've experienced, is that uh, 
open communication from realtor to tenant. Our goal, open communication well in advance and try to work around their schedule so we don't mm -hmm. upset them. Uh, Sweeten the pot through bribes, just to come up with better circumstances to get what you want, because tenants can be difficult at times. And often, uh, a tenant property that is an absolute mess, that is a disaster zone, it is often better to sell it vacant. So whatever that means, whether it's a mutual release, whether it's waiting till the end of a fixed term, uh, whatever that is to get it vacant, it's better to present it vacant and clean than an absolute pigsty. And the only other thing I'm going to mention is, because I get this often a lot, is when you are entering a new tenancy agreement or you're releasing the term. Um, if you have the option to a fixed term and the tenant's on board with vacating at the end of it, uh, great, do that. Uh, if, it's, if it's a fixed term that goes in the month and month, that's the most common thing. But the, the advice that I would give, we don't know what future markets are gonna be like, but in a typical year, April, May, June are pretty good. So if you can have a tenancy term end around March or April, you have the flexibility to having a vacant property at a very sellable time of the year. So that's one of the more common things I recommend to people. If you're gonna have a term that ends in November and you wanna sell it afterwards, selling in December, you might be leaving some money on the table. That's all I can think of. Denny, anything else? We covered most of it. Good luck with buying or selling <laughs> any <of> properties. <laughs> that's it, thanks for watching.